due to the coronavirus and the safety guidelines from the government not to meet with more than 10 people, we have chosen only to do online services until further notice. Due to the amount of people that are on Sunday morning that are broadcasting on YouTube and Facebook, we have chosen to pre-record the message and upload it and have it ready for you on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. The title will be dated as the date of the service. Example, Sunday, April 5th, 2020, message from Identity Church in Daltona, Florida. If you have not liked our Facebook page, go to Identity Church Facebook page and hit like. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go to there and hit the subscribe and hit the bell, then hit all. You will be notified when we post new videos. If you already liked our Identity Church Facebook page or have subscribed to our YouTube channel, you will not need to do anything. You will be notified when the video is posted. In the description below, there will be a link to our Facebook page, YouTube, and our website. If you have any questions, please contact the media department at kkelly at identitychurch.net. Welcome to Identity Church Sunday Morning Message, where sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. I just want to welcome you to Identity Church. Sunday morning, uh, we've got uh, we got some interesting things we want to talk about today. But we want to first and foremost, we want to invite Miss Stephanie up and do worship. Uh, we want to set our hearts right. I do have some things I really believe that um, God is prophetically tweaking me. I tried to do a message and give the bullet points, and He kind of made me scrap it and call some people last night and pushing some buttons and they started pushing some buttons and then I think this morning Jesus was pushing some buttons and I feel like pushing your button say, say, say just just say uh oh you're going to get your button pushed today and uh, so let's uh, just go into worship now my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Oh, my hope is on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Christ alone cornerstone weak made strong and the Savior's love through the storm He is Lord Lord of all Oh your Lord of all darkness seems to 
to hide his face I rest on his unchanging grace in every high and lofty gale my anger holds within the veil my anger holds within the veil Christ alone cornerstone weak made strong in the Savior's love through the storm He is Lord Savior's love through the storm. He is Lord, Lord of all. When He shall come with trumpet sound, may I in him be found dressed in his righteousness alone faultless I stand before the throne when he shall come with the trumpet sound oh may I found dressed in his righteousness alone faultless I stand before the throne oh in Christ alone the cornerstone the weak made strong and the same Yours love through the storm. He is Lord, Lord of all. Oh, yeah, in Christ alone, the cornerstone, weak makes wrong. The Savior's love. Through the storm, He is Lord, Lord of all. In Christ alone, the cornerstone, the weak made strong, and the Savior's love. Through the he is Lord, Lord of all. 
Jesus, you are, you are. My cornerstone, my cornerstone. Oh, through the storm. You are, you are, you are my cornerstone. Jesus, you are, you are, you are, you are my cornerstone. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. And how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. The splendor of the King. Clothed in majesty, the earth rejoices. The earth rejoices. He wraps himself in light, and darkness strives to hide. And trembles at his words. Trembles at his voice. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. All will see how great, how great is our God. is our God and all will see how great how great is our God oh you are you have the name of all names you are worthy of all and my heart will sing how great is our God. All oh, right now in the earth we say, have the name. 
And my heart will sing how great is our God. In age to age, he stands. And time is in his hands, beginning at the end. Beginning and the end. The God had three in one. Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb. The Lion and the Lamb. How great! Is our God? Oh, sing with me! How great is our God? And oh, say how great, how great is our God? Oh, how great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God, and oh, see how great, how great is our God. Oh, you have the name above all names. You are worthy. And my heart will sing, how great is our God. Oh, my heart will sing, yeah, you have a name above all names. And you are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing. How great is our God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the name above all names. Oh, Jesus, you have the name above all names. Oh, yeah, yeah. My heart will sing how great. Is my God? How great are you, God? How great are you, God?
my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands and thousands my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands and thousands my beloved the most beautiful among thousands and thousands my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands and thousands yes
thousands, my beloved is the most beautiful among the thousands and thousands, my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands. Oh, in thousands, my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands and thousands. Yeshua.
you for that worship <laughs> it was <laughs> wow then you have Susie <laughs> listen first and foremost I want to thank you for your faithfulness uh, it's been interesting to find money shoved in the doors of the church and I just got emails this morning wanting to know where to send their tithe checks uh, you can send it to my house you can send it to the church address um, you can you can give um, multiple ways. You can give on the on the app itself and go directly to our giving website. You can give by text, and the text number is three eight six seven five three three two three three. And we are we are having to trust the Lord in this times, just like every individual is having to for their own home and for the house. And God is faithful, and so just uh, you know, know that you're sowing seed and expect a harvest. Uh, we are uh, we're blessed. I can say that we're we're doing well, um, and God is faithful. So I want to thank you for that. I want to. I don't really want to preach. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk a little bit. Um, <clears throat> you know, I started to do a message making making sense out of the storm. And I had preached that years ago during the hurricane season, and you know we we came through 2004 and all these hurricanes in Florida, and that was pretty interesting. And then you had Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma, and you know several years after that. And I kind of picked that message apart, and I was rumbling with that because we're all in a storm. I mean, anybody, everybody agree you're in a storm? Yeah. Well, I disagree with that. I agreed that I was in a storm until the Holy Spirit disagreed with that. He said, why would you go talk about a storm when this is much bigger than a storm? This is no longer a storm. It's a culture shift. And I went, oh. And so basically he said, quit trying to apply storm principles to a culture shift. Okay, so we went through Palm Sunday. We went through Easter. And now we're, we're sitting here going, okay, what does this mean now for Identity Church, for Deltona, DeLand, the, the, the Central Florida, America. And, and I realized, you know, in, in the, the five principles that I had for a storm is, number one, do what the Lord tells you to do. That's never going to change. I don't care if it's a storm or a cultural shift. That still works. Uh, number two, don't get so focused on the storm that you, use, you lose sight of Jesus. Uh, last night, uh, I called some preacher friends of mine in New York, 
And, you know, they're always expecting the word of the Lord from me. And I'm like, what you got? I got to preach tomorrow. I don't have nothing. And they're like, huh? (laughs) So we just started batting back and forth and talking about some of the scenarios that we go through. And, you know, so I kind of was focusing on this Jesus sleeping in a boat in a storm. And we talked about that. And then you go into Matthew 14, um, same scenario. He feeds a bunch of people, shows the miraculous power. He sends them ahead. Here, here's what I want to catch. He sends them his, I'll meet you on the other side. And, and so this morning, as, um, as I was kind of praying about that, the Lord said to me, he says, you know, I've done that to you, Charlie. I said, what do you mean? He said, didn't I tell you 18 months ago I was going to increase your business, build a team for business to take care of business, finish writing your books, and in 2020 be ready to preach because things are about to happen. That was 18 months ago. So then why am I surprised things are happening? Because if you focus on the storm or you focus on the crisis, you won't realize, he said, I'm going to meet you on the other side. And so, so I, I have to actually shut my mouth. There we go. So that'd be principle 2.A, shut your mouth. <laughs> um. But because if you focus on the storm, you focus on the crisis, you'll lose sight of Jesus. Number three, you won't do anything great for God unless you're willing to get out of the boat. In other words, um, the only thing that the only change that we can guarantee is change. Um, when you have a nationwide global crisis, as what we are in the middle of, um, you just need to understand something. It's never going to be the same. We're, in other words, like, like Miss Susie just said, we're going to have to find our new normal. The problem is, is we've been so abnormal in a time of peace, we don't think we can be normal in a time of crisis. Number four, in a storm, God would reveal to you <clears throat> that, that we're not all what we think we were. I believe God brings, bring, allows, he doesn't create it. When a crisis comes, he uses it to his benefit to expose your weaknesses, your doubts, and your own fears. Principle number, principle number five, God will save us in the midst of the storm. Listen, you've got to... If I get coronavirus and, and I pass away... I still win. Okay, I, I don't lose at that point. But but in the, in in you know, driving here this morning, you know, Susie and I are like, you know, there's been a couple of law <laughs> police officers die that are young. She's like, are we taking this serious enough? I'm like, maybe we're not. At the same time, I'm not going to let fear grip me. At the same time. I'm trying to be as cautious as I can without disrupting everything in my life with fear, doubt, and worry. But I I just want to say that I believe you come through Palm Sunday, you come through Easter, and and, and, you know, you got got to go back and look at the the story of, 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 you know, in the boat. He told his disciples, go to the other side. I personally have been given instructions that have prepared me for this time, and that has to be an anchor in me to know that if I'm on the other side, that's where he's meeting me at. 
And when you understand it, this is not just a storm. Listen, when we've come through hurricanes in Florida, you know, the rest of the nation, they're pumping out dollar bills. And they're pumping out dollar bills and they're sending relief and they're sending this. And they're going, poor Florida or poor Katrina, you know, New Orleans. And, and the rest, but listen, this is not a storm. This is a cultural crisis. In the midst of a crisis is where God brings transformation in a culture. So we need, I, I am personally, me and my house, we're not going to focus on the storm. I'm going to focus on the new culture that's supposed to be birthed on the earth. If, if, if we're in a cultural crisis, it's, he's flipping the thing upside down. You know, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but give unto God what is God. Let me tell you something. God's in charge of this culture right now. Because he can lift his hand second in a second and go back to normal. And I don't, I don't think that's his will. He doesn't want it to go back the way it was. So he's going to get the goodie. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24, and here's what it says. This is where, this is where Jesus says uh, um, <clears throat> about the temple. And Jesus said in verse 2, do not, do not you see all these things? Surely I say unto you, not one stone will be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. See, so you better spend some private time with God. Get some private time. Listen, you're by yourself. I mean, I know me and Susie live together. That house is still way too small. And there, there's, you know, she's on one end of the pool. I'm on the other end of the pool. It's just a small house at this point. Why? Because we, 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 we love each other. We've been married 40 years, you know, and, and it's like we love each other. And guess what? We love our space. We love our private time. But you got to have to spend some private time because they went to God, to Jesus in private, saying, tell us when these things will be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age. Jesus answered and said to them, verse 4, take heed that no one deceives you. In the middle of a crisis, the enemy is going to attempt to deceive you. Why? Because in the middle of a crisis, you're looking for an answer. That was good. For many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. Do <laughs> you understand? This is not some lunatic with crazy hair dressed funny and going, I'm Jesus Christ. We will discern that one quickly. What he's saying, he's talking about himself. He goes, there's going to be a lot of preachers telling you that I am the Christ. But they'll twist it and deceive you. They'll put a hook in it. I am the Christ and will deceive many. Verse 6, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. You'll see, see that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. I don't believe we're at the end, but I'm going to tell you something. We're not at the end of this crisis. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't believe we're at the end of this crisis. Verse 7, for nation will rise against nation. That's the, that's the word ethnos. 
Ethnic group will be against ethnic group. I'm telling you, if our, if our nation has ever been close to a racial war, it's been in the last last couple of years. Okay, white, black, Hispanic, brown people, white people, rich people, poor people. We, there's been an atmosphere of let's 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 have that kind of uh, social unrest. If you if you say something to somebody that. You mark their character that you believe their character is wrong. The first thing you're racist. Really? No, I'm. I, I'll. I'll tell anybody that. Why? Because the Bible says to live this way. That's not racist, and that. So, so that's a defense mechanism, which it is. Is is. I believe that the the enemy gets us so hyped up on the racial issues that we can't come down to the core issues of who we really are. And as soon as someone offends us, it must be right. Oh, you don't like me. You're this, you're that. They don't like me. Well, you know, get over yourself. Nation against, rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. See, kingdom is culture because kingdom is government. Our government is changing. There is a war in our government right now, and it's not democratic and it's not Republican. It's demonic. And it's not demonic on one side. It is demonic. Because, because we, as a nation, have absolutely pushed God out of the government, pushed God out of the schools, pushed God out of our culture, and we wonder why we're in a crisis. I know. And God's a loving God. Do you know how much he loves us? you know how kind he is? Because he's going to bring a crisis to get us back right with him. I'm telling you. He loves us enough not to let us keep going in the direction we're going. Now, all these things. Hmm. And there will be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. Well, listen. The various places is the whole nation right now. That's what I'm saying. This is not a storm. This is a cultural shift going on. We need to be praying for our president and his administration. We need to be praying for our, our senators and our congressmen and our government officials. Why? Because they're about to be uprooted. They need to be uprooted. And, and it's, it's not uproot to uproot. It's uproot to replant. We need crop failure from the seed that we've sown as a nation. Lord Jesus, give us crop failure. We have sowed bad seed. We, we're looking for a different harvest, but we haven't, number one, had crop failure. Number two, we haven't planted righteous seed. We're fighting over trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, and in the midst of it, they're trying to put this in and put that in and put this. Listen, we're going to come to the point where we can't bail ourselves out. And when you can't bail yourself out, it's amazing who you call on. Isn't it? We, we spent some time this, this, this week, and people that do tent meetings. I'm listening to all this, and these, are, these people are sold out. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. That's so good. I'm so happy for these people. Lord speaks to me. You remember the prophecy Bobby Myers gave you? Oh no, Lord, I I don't want to remember that one. Oh Lord, are you telling me I'm going to be doing tent meetings 
See, one of my accountability guys had a vision, and we bought a tent, and it was mobile, and we traveled, and we did tent revivals. And at that point, tent revivals is the farthest thing from my mind. Not even in my heart. Not even, I, I don't want to drive a stake in the ground and put a tent up. Are you kidding me? I like air conditioning. I like carpet. I, and, and he prop and this guy was serious, man. I mean, he, he was so serious. He had heard from God. He, he, at, at that time, he was in my lead, my board member of my ministry, and he's trying to buy a stinking tent. I actually found one. I'm like, I ain't buying that tent. I ain't doing that tent. No way. No way. And this weekend, these people were like, well, we put the tent up. We did 100 days of this and 100 days of that. And I'm like, I ain't doing 100 days of nothing. I try to lay down after that day, and the Lord starts reminding me of these prophecies. I'm like, Lord, am I going to be doing tents? He said, son, you might need a tent because you might need to be a little more, more mobile. Are you willing? I don't want to. That wasn't the question, son. Are you willing? Lord, I'm willing. As long as you can send me Gary and, and Mike to put the tent up. Look, look, we, we, look, send me some, some muscular fellers that, that can put the tent up. I don't want to put the tent up. You know, I just don't want to put the tent up, you know. Yeah, we got some big old strong guys. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got some healthy guys here that could do it. So, but here's what it says in 10 when, or, or 9. When they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and will be hated by the nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended. Many will be offended. Many will be offended. Can you see offense all over the place right now? Many will be offended. You know, when Rodney Howard Brown got arrested, I started getting text messages from people that I, that I know. And uh, some people wanted to shoot at him. Some people wanted to disqualify the man. And I didn't have much of an opinion. Um, I mean, we're, we're not doing open public services. He did. People want to shoot him for that. And I was in the conversation. I said, you know, there's one thing about Rodney that makes him different. They go, what's that? I said, he's still a missionary. I said, there's something about a missionary that has a mentality that will buck the government that has put the people in slavery. I said, he showed up in this country with $300 and wife and babies. And he has done extremely well for himself. He has built a huge ministry. But I'm going to tell you something. He's still a missionary. And he got that little missionary edge to him. And he knows the Constitution, and we don't. Most of us Americans have just taken half some of this for granted. And I'm saying, I said, you watch this. Before it's over, he'll pick a fight with the Supreme Court. Because he did become a citizen. But at heart, that man's still a missionary. Let me tell you, when I took that, um, uh, point of um, um, defense against for him, people looked at me like I was crazy. You know what the problem is? We're a bunch of cowards. 
a missionary is not a coward because he he comes into a foreign land and he says, I'm going to establish something that God told me to go establish. I'm going to establish a bulkhead in a culture that is different than mine. So if we're in a cultural shift, you better establish a bulkhead in your neighborhood. You better establish a bulkhead in your family. You better establish a, 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 a bulkhead in your city. And I'm telling you, it's time to say, Lord, I, I, I need that aggressive uh, anointing of a missionary. Now, listen, I, I, I've had to repent. I never want to be a missionary. I don't beg well for money. And that was one of my opinion. Missionaries beg for money. They shouldn't have to beg for money if they're sent. That's on us. Well, we got quiet in here. That's on us. But there's a mentality. Would you really look, you know, we love to quote the fivefold ministry with apostles and prophets and blah, 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 blah. Apostle is a sent one. What does that make him? Missionary. You need that edge to you. You know, it, it, they, they say, man, sometimes, Charlie, you're just, you, know, you got that edge on you. Mm-hmm. Get cut now. You might get, you might lose a finger. Just point it out there a little bit for zing, we'll cut that thing off. But, but, but the, that edge, that edge is the fact that I, that, that an apostle is sent into a culture to transform it. And I believe that we're in the season because we're in a culture shift that God is going to transform the church of America. The true apostles and the true prophets are going to stand up, and the problem is they're going to have that edge to them. Listen, and many will be offended. I started doodling the other day because I'm finished the, the, the one book on baptism of innocence, and I'm trying to figure out which one to go next because I have a couple books and. One of them, the title is uh, Everybody Loves Charlie, and then they don't. You know, they love me when they're in a crisis. They love me when their storm is overcoming them. They love me when they, they can't find some light because they're so dark. They love me, but boy, when everything gets okay, they're like, man, you still got that little zing on you. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they love me until they don't. And a lot of times they love me until they get healthy enough and God wants to deal with the thing that put them in that storm. Because God's trying to remove them from, 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 from repeating that behavior to become getting in that storm. And the culture has got to change. We, why, the righteous are not easily offended, but it says many will be offended. You get around Rodney Howard Brown, you can be offended. I got people, I just don't like the way he laughs. Well, then cry, baby. I don't like the way he, he pulls on money. Well, stay broke. I don't like the way he wins souls. Then go to hell. Those are some edge things that he has, and I, I'm sorry if that offended you, but that's what salvation is so people don't go to hell. Many will be offended. You know why you're offended? It's because God's trying to uproot something. And you're going to be offended when he starts doing a culture crash on you. 
You're going to be offended when you got to find a new career. You're going to be offended when you got to go to the bread line. You might be offended when you got to go to the pantry at church and there ain't nothing in it. Mm-hmm. And many will be offended. Then betray one another. And then you will hate one another. You know what? If you're not careful, you'll blame God for all this. Because you're not looking for him to change you and change the culture around you. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Let me explain something to you. I've had people use that scripture against me. I said, well, let me explain something to you. <clears throat> you think every, uh, every prophet is false. That's not what it says. It says false prophets will rise up, which means there's real ones. Last night in my conversation, they're like, we love talking to you. Why? Because you will tell us the truth, even if it stings. I'm like, well, I'm glad you listened because I got a lot of people who won't listen to me no more. <laughs> Why? Because they get offended so easy. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Listen. 14 says, and this gospel of the kingdom, and this is the sign, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. We're not even close to the end. Most of us don't have a clear-cut doctrinal, theological understanding of the kingdom. So how can you preach it? In this kind of crisis, <laughs> I was talking to some, some, one of my friends, in this kind of crisis, you're not going to care about that Baptist that doesn't speak in tongues if he's got groceries. It's amazing how you're going to be my brother when I'm hungry. It's amazing how you're going to, you, you, if you have what I need or if I have what you need, that we're going to start finding the kingdom of God is bigger than your denomination. The kingdom of God, listen to me, is bigger than your theology. The kingdom of God is better, smarter, and wiser than your doctrine. And when you put that stuff in the right place and put the kingdom of God on top of it, you'll find the kingdom is where the king himself rules. And he's going to start highlighting who your brothers and sisters are. And they may sit in the pew. They may sprinkle instead of dunk. They may not speak in tongues. But I'm going to tell you, what, we're, we're going to find who our brothers are. And when we do, the world's going to realize that we're part of an organization we're part of a family. We're part of, of, of a love fest, one for another. And that's the cultural change that we're about to see. And I'm telling you, we haven't seen the pain enough yet. One of the things that I, 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 I took this several months ago with a lot of changes in our company, and it's painful. Some of the things they were doing. And I got this deep in my spirit, and I started telling my bosses, we're in it, let's win it. 
We're in it. Let's win it. See, but now this went all the way when China was 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 not coming back from their New Year's, and so much of our product is 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 made in China, and we were looking at 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 deficiencies in our product in our uh, inventories. And so we were in these conversations. How are we going to do this? How are you going to manage this crisis? How are you going to manage this uh, product not being here? I'm, I'm like, listen, we're in it. Let's win it. Let's be better than our competitors. We're in it. Let's win it. Let's figure it out. And I, that's that's really really good when when it's when it's about light fixtures. But 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 now I'm sitting here as the senior leader. We're in it. Let's win it. And now it's about souls. We're in it, let's win it. Now it's about whether someone lives or dies and they need healing. We're in it, let's win it. Now we got some older people that are battling sicknesses and disease and, 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 and they have the fear of the corona. Listen, if we're in it, let's win it. But we better find out what God's doing or it's going to overcome us. So I'm here to tell you, we're in it. You're not going to change it, but you can win it which means that you're going to have to be pliable and moldable into his image. This pressure is to shape us into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just in look, but in power and in deed. We're supposed to do what he did and greater. And he's already given us the tools. On this side of the cross, he said it was finished. And it's time for us to let the pressure and even the collapse if necessary. Hear me. Of the very things you put your trust in that you've made an idol of, or you think you have a spirit of entitlement and they owe you. Listen, there's some of us that, 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 that have such an entitlement mentality. Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm becoming the age. I can retire in a few years and I'll have Social Security. Maybe and maybe not. Get over your spirit of entitlement. Get along with God and find out how to win it. We're in it. Let's win it. The problem is, we've never become powerful in the dark, and we think we're ready for the spotlight. It's time to be powerful in the time of a crisis. It's time, listen, this thing is voice activated. It's time to speak to the mountain and have it removed. It's time to speak to your bitterness and your unforgiveness and have it taken out of your heart. So when you speak to that mountain, Mark chapter 11, 23, 4, and 5, if you can't speak to a mountain and have it move, what's in your heart that's blocking the power? This thing's voice activated. The conspiracy theories out there, the problem I have with them is this. There's a portion of truth in probably every one of them, but it's not the truth. And if you get hung up on a portion that ain't what God wants you to be pursuing, you're going to be hung up and you're going to be hooked to the wrong wagon. I'm, I'm not doing conspiracy theory. I'm doing, what do we got here? Oh, it's nation against nation. I saw that. It's ethnic group against ethnic group. Oh, ethnos. It's uh, kingdom culture against culture. Oh, I can see that theory. This is the theory I'm going with. 
And listen, if you get offended real easy, you're in trouble. What you're saying is, I'm not, I don't know who I am. Anything you say and do that offends me that easily, dude, you are, a, you are tossed to and fro. Get over your little nappy self. Because I believe God is intentionally trying to offend the religious sect that thinks that they're going to sit there and let somebody else wash their feet. Nation against nation. Lord, I thank you for this message. I thank you for this time. Lord, I thank you for the crisis that you've allowed to come upon our nation and the globe. Because <laughs> we are supposed to be one nation under God. We'll see. If God's people won't reach out to us, we'll be a nation under somebody else's God. But you're still God. So, God, I thank you for the crisis that is going to bring us to the place to be baptized in your spirit to be baptized in your purpose, and change the culture with your people. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church. To know more about us, go to identitychurch.net, where you'll find resources such as a calendar, media, and upcoming events. You may also download an app for your mobile device from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Then from your mobile device, you can hear our messages. Read from the Bible, take notes, connect with us on the social media, and even pay your tithe. Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.